All right, everyone, before we kick off today's episode, we have to introduce our incredible sponsor, Champions Round. Whether you're already a fantasy player or you're just trying to become one, competing with friends doesn't stop at the final whistle. Neither should your fantasy league. Champions Round is building the arena where your favorite sports and athletes are always in play. They're the only round-based fantasy sports game, and better yet, they break up the season into small chunks so you have even more chances to draft your perfect team and, of course, more chances to win. You could do your mock drafts, play with friends, family, or even us, your draft queens. So run, don't walk, to download the Champions Round app on the App Store to play today. What's up, everybody? It's your Draft Queens, Kate and Michelle, and we're coming at you in week two. What's up, Michelle? Hi, Kate. Hi, Michelle. How are you? Uh, I'm great. We got to watch our first week of football, and now yes, we, we are did. we are in full NFL swing. I just can't believe that we got through the first week and, you know, nobody died. Everybody made it. It was really, uh, it felt like preseason, but... I guess kind of in some ways it really was. It's true. How did you how did you spend your Sunday? Um, I spent my Sunday um just enjoying and soaking up every single minute of of football. We went to uh an outdoor wing place for Whoa. half of the day. That yeah, it was fantastic. really nice. Yeah, yeah. There were like puppies and babies and lots of different and wings and uh, football. Oh my god, what a day. And wings and football. It was great. Yeah, it was amazing. So spent the day doing that, had a couple beers, had a little bit of a lit day on Sunday, but uh <laughs> it's uh it's applicable, you know, it's the first week back. But what did how did you spend your Sunday? I spent my Sunday sitting on the deck watching one game on my TV and one game on my iPad because, you know, I'm a glutton for football games. I couldn't just (laughs) pick one. So there's that. Um, Drinking ciders and refreshing my fantasy app all day, basically. Oh, wow. You're on that cider game. I guess it is uh, Tis the season, right? I mean... I never used to be a cider person, but you know what? It's September and it tastes pretty good. So it it sure as hell is. It is September and now's the time. So I also spent a fair amount of time on Etsy ordering ridiculous like game day football t-shirts because I realized I don't have any here and my Tom Brady jersey is sort of non-applicable anymore because it's a Patriots jersey Mm, yeah that's that makes that tracks that tracks so you know I had to I felt like I need some sort of Sunday uniform so I treated myself to some very adorable Etsy uh game day t-shirts as well as a uh very special and adorable bandana just for the dog with footballs on it so go on Instagram everyone and follow us because I guarantee there will be content this weekend well, listen. I mean, you are well deserving of getting yourself prizes because you had a you had a nice little week there out in fantasy week one, huh? Ooh, let me tell you something. I had a I wouldn't even call it a nice little week. I would call it a very <laughs> lucky first week. I basically went into I went into the Monday night game losing, and Damn. I yeah I went into the Monday night game losing which was a, scary. L- a little bit scary yes and we know how bit. you feel about Big Ben so Steelers versus Giants we will, is probably we will, not the best place to be no but we will talk about Big Ben later on but yeah I went I went into the game 
uh, shaking in my boots a little bit on Monday night because I was losing. <laughs> well, the two games, right? And so I had a kicker and a defense. When you're losing going into the Monday night games, you Not don't you want, want a kicker and a defense. No, so quite I'm the opposite. freaking out. I'm like, there's just no way, but I'm going to try to hold out some hope here. Okay. You want to you know what ended up happening? Probably scoring more points than Saquon, I, be, I would gander a uh, guess. Th- yes, you, you are correct in that my kicker and my defense scored more points than Saquon. But the guy that I was playing against, who, by the way, had the number one pick, so I'm extra patting myself on the back with this lucky win. Go um, you. I know, I know. He had James Conner play. We, we will talk more oh, about James lucky. Conner later. You're lucky. And he had Golden Tate. So let me oh. just say, I, the, the fantasy football gods and goddesses were watching over me because I squeaked out a win in Dude, my first that's week. How that's oh, that's how it goes. Oh, that's the thing. I mean, look, you know, a win is a win. All the guys that I put, I didn't, I, if I'm looking at my lineup right now, there's, there's no bad sits. Like, I, I played the best guys that yeah. I thought I could play. And his team technically was better, but unfortunately got hurt with some injuries on the Monday night. Man, well, how about you? The, how about you, friend? Well, listen, you, you, there are such thing as fantasy gods, and then there's also the fantasy devils. <laughs> yes, you know? yes, like, there are both. There are both. So you got the fantasy gods. I thought the gods were going to be like odds in my favor. Quite the opposite, actually. My opponent, who I would not call him out on the mic because <laughs> love the guy, but his team is not as good as my team. Okay, okay? all right. All um, right. obviously, the one thing that I will say is that he had Russell Wilson, Chris Carson pair, Ooh. and this was a bad, bad week to be playing Chris Carson. That's yeah, um, it's deadly. Collectively, the two of them had seventy points, just about. 65 points so that was like an initial nail in the coffin uh i sat garoppolo who had 33 points uh he also had aaron Rodgers sitting on his bench who had 45 points oh god thank god imagine if freaking aaron Rodgers was what put you into your first week loss that would have just been very detrimental i can't i man i can't and i my whole team performed fairly well um, thank God for Mark Andrews and Adam Thielen. I guess purple teams this week really swept. But um, <laughs> but Saquon. I mean, we'll get Oof. to it later in the show. But Saquon Oof. rushed for the, potentially the worst uh, the worst game of his career. I know. I, like ha- I have him. I have him in another league, and he did me no favors. Thank goodness the rest of the guys on my team had good weeks because he definitely did me no favors. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, it was not a great week for me. I will say that despite playing all playing against the fantasy devils, um, I only lost by three points. And I, you were I one of the highest scoring teams of the week too. So you know, like, don't don't forget smacked. that'll that'll help you. You did you did score some points, which is good. Totally, totally. I'm I'm stoked about my team. I think it looks really good, especially paying off this week. Your team looks really good. I think. You know, you either get lucky or you don't. And this was a cold week for me and a hot week for you. But we have tons of other fantasy pieces to get into for Stardom Sidem uh, later in the episode. I just want to make sure everybody knows, since we have our friendly wager going on, that Kate is currently in eighth place and Michelle is currently in sixth place. So you do the math. Michelle is in the lead right now. I'm just saying. Yeah, Yeah, for now. For, for now, now, for now, you know, you did put up 124 points. So uh, I, I commend you on that. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. And we'll, uh, 
you know, we, at least the two of us need to get into like the top four. So I think that's a goal also. Like, All right. We, so we'll get so there fast, though. What are we talking about in this week's episode? As everyone knows, we have the huddle. We we've do. Got, we've got stardom, sit em, But we're kind of going to try to, you know, switch stardom, sit em up and make sure that everybody gets, you know, some very helpful information. So we'll make sure you have all the key injury updates. We'll let you know how week two is looking, in our opinion. Hashtag no crystal ball. But actually, speaking of a crystal ball, we will also take a look back at week one and tell y'all if we were right or if we totally flopped on some of our stardom sitems. I love it. We're kind of back to what feels like season one mentality, but we're upgrading our stardom sitem. Like it's way more robust. We're going to have, we're recording these now on Thursdays to drop on Fridays. So we have up to the minute and we're not watching the Thursday games. This is pre-Thursday night football, but... We have everything we can get you guys before you get into the weekend and have to make your start sit. So uh, everybody, we have a shiny cross, new format. Yes, we do. Everybody cross your fingers that Joe Mixon has a good game tonight. Um, but yeah, let's. I think we should get into it. We're going to have a good show, good show, aren't we? We're going to have a good show, good show. It's going to be a good show, good show. All right. All time, right. Let's, uh, time let's, for... Let's, time for... I want to say at the same time. Ready? Oh, okay. Time, time, time for... All right. You got to count it out. One, two, three. Time for the huddle. Why do we suck? Okay, whatever. We're getting into the huddle. Bye, guys. All right, y'all. It's time for the huddle. You know what that the means. The huddle. The one that we can't say at the same time. The huddle. Well, you called it huddle and I called it the huddle. I, I think the huddle oh, is did. more official. So we'll go yeah, with that. Yeah, you're right. You're we'll right. We'll go with you're that right, in the right. future. This is the huddle. If you don't know, now you know. We're going to run through as many sports headlines as we can in 60 seconds and see if we can give you all of this week's important headlines. We've got a lot of headlines this week. I mean, won't spoil anything, but we've got some big things coming up. So, uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's a, it's some wordy huddle though. So I don't know if we're going to get it in, in 60 seconds, but let's, uh, let's try. I told you, I tried to make sure that they're wordy. I think it's a challenge for us. I like it. Yeah. Literacy. Right, you, it's a challenge for us. It's not you, a trunk suit. <laughs> yeah. Do you have 60 seconds on the clock? I have 60 seconds on the clock, Michelle. Amazing. I'm going to count you down and you're going to give us our first one. Okay. All right. Three, two, one. The Miami Heat are up one game on the Celtics in the Eastern Conference Finals, and the Nuggets will take on the Lakers in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals this week. The Dallas Stars have solidified their place in the Stanley Cup Finals, but who will they face, the Islanders or the Lightning? I don't know this guy's name, but Dominic Thiem never stopped believing he could win the 2020 U.S. Open, and he did after a historic five-set match. Uh, we'll, tennis, not golf. We'll figure out that name after this. Uh, the group stage and play-in stage for the 2020 League of Legends World Championships are set, and we have more than our fair share of exciting matchups to look forward to. Naomi Osaka trailed Victoria Azarenska by a set and faced uh, a break point that would have put her down three zip in the second set of the U.S. Open Women's Championship on Saturday. Ten Ooh. seconds. Oh, uh, our New York Yankees were having a bit of a losing streak, but they put up 20 runs. Yes, 20 against the Blue Jays this week. The Big Ten football. Oh, my God. Ooh. No, 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 Ooh. no, no. 
still oh, with two you more really to go. missed that one. You know, I really, this actually worked out. I didn't know that it would work out this way, but you got both of the tennis headlines and I knew you were going to. Who are these people? I know the names are hard. And I, like I said, I know because I, I live in a tennis family, so I hear them all the time. Dominic, well, you know, Dominic, right before you get to the line, I'm trying to read it to figure out the 30 sec or 30 milliseconds before I read it, what it is. But well, what is his name? I, I should allow you to, to like Google it before. Like before, phonetic. Before, yeah, exactly. I, I should allow. I have no idea what this name is. Who I is mean, this person? You know, it's. it. This Both is of what, them, the, the male and the female U.S. Open contenders. Who okay, are they? Well, Azarenka. 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 Victoria Azarenka. Azarenka. It's actually funny to see their first names because I feel like in tennis they usually refer to people by their last names anyway. I just don't. I, I mean, I know the big names. You know, I know the Williams sisters. I know Naomi Osaka. I don't know who Victoria Azarenka is, but Azarenka, I look forward to knowing. <laughs> and Osaka won, um, which was pretty incredible. Um, oh, good on her. I really like her. Good on her. And Dominique, Dominic Tim. Tim. That was a Dominic crazy Tim. match. Did you watch it? I, I know that you're, I watched you're the a end. tennis household. I watched the end. But more importantly, we didn't get to two headlines, and I kind of feel like they're important, so we should probably just make sure we pepper those in here. Oh, yeah. I mean, one of them I can speak to. Y'all are a tennis U.S. Open household. We here are a golf U.S. Open household. And it has been on the TV slash our projector for the last, uh, the whole day, essentially, all of Thursday. So, so Only golf fans would have projectors for the U.S. Open. I know. We just, we just ordered one so we could watch <laughs> our uh, Thursday Night Football on the roof. But that is uh, yes. for a different day and a different podcast. Um, but one of the two headlines that we didn't get to are attention golf fans, a.k.a. me. The U.S. Open is now in session and the purse is $12.5 million dollars like great i should pick up golf seriously i always say this really i i oh my god 12.5 mil not bad where did i go wrong where did i go wrong in my life that i i didn't play golf honestly i don't even think 12.5 million dollars is enough to keep me patient in the game of golf it's just not it's just not no bless people that have that much patience and skill yeah, they're incredible, and I, we were watching a little bit of Tiger this morning. But neither here nor there. There's more to come on the U.S. Open golf. What and else did we miss here? last but not least, I don't think you got through this entirely, but the Big Ten, Big Ten football announced their return to the 2020 season um, with a very unique schedule and daily rapid testing. So that should be pretty exciting huh. for college football fans. That is really cool. You, you know what I, I did yesterday? Can I just tell you a small anecdote? It'll take 30 seconds. Sure. My phone, I woke up in the morning yesterday, Wednesday. My phone, completely dead. Shit the bed, could not turn it on. I couldn't, I thought I got hacked. Whatever. Took it to the Apple store. And the Apple store is in Grand Central Station. And if you're not from New York, that is one of... Oh my gosh, that that's where of, you had to go? Yes. It was the There's only same day appointment. Why didn't you go in Brooklyn? No same-day appointments. Oh, my. They were all for... It's COVID, so you have to make an appointment. Zero walk-ups. Yeah. And they don't usually do that anyway. Anyway, so the only open appointment was in Midtown Manhattan, and it was bustling. So I'm freaking out a little bit. But you get to the middle of this train station in Grand Central, and they're doing these rapid tests. So they, like, took my temperature. They did all of these. Like, they had a checklist of, like, do you have this, this, and this symptom? So they were checking people while they were turning in and out. It was actually pretty cool. So That's I'm excited to, know. to 
right yeah it yeah. made me way less anxious when we got to it and obviously plenty of sanitizer and masks so it's cool that the big 10 is adopting it and they're finding better ways of working i'm glad to see it be very exciting good to know that uh, our fellow new yorkers are trying their best to do do the right thing over there yeah that's for sure and i mean speaking of new yorkers we have to talk about it for just one second but the Yankees putting up 20 runs against the Jays. 20. What? Do you ever hear that in in baseball scores? No, like no. no. And I'm not going to tout it because they have been on a bit of a losing streak, but you know what? 20 runs is 20 <laughs> runs. So I just had to put it in 20 runs is 20 runs. I had to. I'll take that all day. Way to go Yanks. Congratulations. I mean, love you guys. You've had a hell of a lot of injuries during the season and preseason. So they deserve it. Take those 20 runs. 20 runs must feel nice. Well, another botched huddle for with Kate and Michelle. Hopefully you got some helpful information. We never get through it, but that's fine. It's it's supposed to be fun. We just want you to know what's going on in sports. Honestly, we just start looking out for you guys. You've got other things to do in your daily lives, so we've got it all in 60 seconds. Yeah, exactly. another botched another botched huddle by us. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, we still have the most important and most exciting segment to get to, so I think we just uh we got to get there. Do you want to you want to get to Stardom Sidum and just give it a good old try? Stardom Sidum. <laughs> I knew you would like that. Kate loves a good chant a good clapping chant, that's for sure. <laughs> All right, fam, we're going to continue that chant. Stardom, sit em. We're so bad at this. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, All right, it. so we're looking, uh, we're structuring this differently. We windowed this earlier in the show. Really quick breakdown of where we're going to go here, Michelle and I. So we're going to start by doing a week one look back. It's a new add to our stardom, sit em. Who performed last week and who was actually a boomer bust, depending on our evaluations? Who was right? Who was wrong? What did last week look like? Then we'll bring you up to speed as best we can. Again, this dropping on a, we're recording on a Thursday. This will drop on a Friday morning. Key injuries. Key injury report. We'll make sure that you know who is out or potentially out and to keep an eye on. And then, last but not least, we will get to week two and exactly who you should start and who you should sit. So I think we should get right into it, Michelle. What do you think? I think so. I, I like this whole like look back idea. I feel like we're always like doing our stardom sit and then we don't really like talk about if we were right or wrong or totally off. So I think it's fun. Because we'll, we always think we're right and we're, no, and we're not. And then we, know, don't, we I, don't reference and check ourselves. So you know what? This is like checks and balances. Each week we'll give you like the three, you know, maybe like three look backs to see like if yeah. and I did a good job, good job. Okay, well, let's, uh, in the spirit of a good show, good show, and doing a good job, good job, who, um, who, was, who was one of your booms? That, who was one of your predictions for week one that actually did pretty well? Uh, the Colonel, Colonel Mostart. I talk about him all the time. You love him. Season lo- one, too. Season Dude, one. I told you I loved him. There's a lot of, I got some really solid season one to carry over to season two players. We'll talk about another one later, but... The mo- the most art killed it. He had a great he had a great great first game, um, over in uh, in San Francisco. I-, I I think he'll continue the you know down that path, and I'm just excited. I'm excited that we called that one out and we were right. Did anyone get any looks? And in- I know that he's like the most art is like the 
the running back. But is anyone else getting looked at in the running back? Yeah, I mean, I think McKinnon is definitely getting some looks, but you know, because I about, have him on my bench for that exact reason. Well, I have McKinnon sitting there. They have some, you know. Look, they had a strong offensive week, which is which is great. You know, you mentioned that about Jimmy G. But the thing about mm-hmm. you know the Colonel is that you know not only did he rush for <laughs> he rushed for fifty six yards. Um, but he had 95 receiving yards. So, you know, when you look at that kind of, you know, game, I think he even, he broke one out for like a massive run. So yeah, all's to say we nailed that one last week. You're welcome. You for nailed that, that one. Had the Colonel. You, Michelle, nailed that Thank one. You. Although, pat, pat myself can I just, on the back. Can I say that somehow I have Jimmy G and McKinnon on my bench and I played Colonel Mostart, unfortunately. Um, but collectively, they each, Garoppolo had 33 points, McKinnon had 12, and Mostert had 30. And they still lost to the Cardinals. Well, how did that happen? Shit happens. Anyway, Cardinals looking strong this year, also uh, a boom to an earlier episode where we talked about the cards. Well, I wasn't the only one that was right last week, uh, Kate. I'm always right. I'm okay, always okay, right. Okay, okay, take it down a notch. Just look, okay, take it <laughs> never down Never right, notch. dude. You know, I'm never right. It's you all can, just, you know, you no crystal ball in it. You should definitely take kudos for this next one. Yeah, I mean, I um, unfortunately, it was to my own detriment, but Big Ben had a really strong first week against the Giants. Something's off. Something is off with the Giants, just in general. The maybe it's just because they are the Giants. I was gonna say, I, I think it's because they are the Giants. We're just gonna yeah. hope that Saquon, you know, gets off that bed, Juju, and you yeah. know, like, yeah, we got to talk about it later. We'll we'll talk about it when we get to week two. But in terms of looking good, big shout to the Steelers. I mean, there was one play where Big Ben was running, and I actually cackled aloud. He is such a bad running QB. Worst, but aside worst. from that, I mean, he was throwing. He was out throwing receivers by like five or seven yards so like he is slinging so it was he had a good week it was actually fun to watch even though I'm not like the biggest Big Ben fan but I mean you know you look at like his you know his uh his injury last year he hadn't been on the field in in in, like close to a year uh did tons of you know, physical therapy in the off season. And uh, look, his team is just super excited to have him back. I mean, Mm. he's like pushing 40. He's got a lot of young guys that they look up to him. So they're really, really happy to have him back. And I saw him in the post-game interview and I just thought it was really sweet. And normally I wouldn't say this about Big Ben, but he was like, the only reason I came back was for these guys. Like, I wanted to play with them. I want to throw the ball. They're so talented. And so, you know, that's, that goes a long way, and I think that obviously helps Pittsburgh in a big way as a as a team. You know, when you've got that kind of like camaraderie. So good, good call, Kate. Big Ben had an awesome week. I'm sure there'll be uh, some more to come. Yeah, for sure. I mean, thank you very much, and I will take that compliment. So we're one for one each with compliments. Um, unfortunately, there are always busts. Did you have anyone in mind? Well, I think we actually called this out as a bust. Well, or maybe we question marked it, but okay, we, did, yeah. we did call it to people's attention. So um, Lev Bell was definitely a bust and unfortunately is also injured for the rest of the season or at least for the next few weeks. So um, I think we were both right. I wouldn't say we were right, but it was good that we called it to people's attention because he was a bust. We obviously could not foresee that he was going to get injured and I don't wish injury on anybody, but he was definitely a bust last week. Well, here's a tough thing about Le'Veon Bell is when you hear the name, and we talked about this, this was part of our boom bust conversation, but when you hear the name, there's like 
some star power around it. Oh, so yeah. you get excited. And I, and I know of folks, my own brother included. So I know you're listening. I know you're listening. But he <laughs> trained. <laughs> that was pretty good. I your could, poor like, brother. Darth is, Vader. Yeah, I was going to say your poor brother. That was like the creepiest thing you've ever done. <laughs> oh, poor Connor. Um, but yeah, I mean, in his league, and I know a number of people who have done this because you've reached out on Twitter. And yes, we are on Twitter at the underscore draft queens. But People have been trading, making big moves for Le'Veon Bell, not realizing that he is a bust. He's a bust, and not only is he a bust, but he's also, and this transitions into our next mini segment within Stardom Sidham, but our injury report. Like, I mean, he's, Le'Veon he's, is out, he's on so the IR. less valuable it's, than anything. He's yeah. on the IR. It's a hamstring injury. Obviously, that's never the injury you want to hear. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and so... Again, I certainly don't wish uh, injury on anyone, but he is a bust. I agree with you. Even pre the injury, I, I don't know why people see him as such. He is he is the definition of boomer bust, and most of the time it's a bust. So I'm sad yeah. that he's on the IR. That sucks. You never want to see that happen. But uh, it, it, he's definitely, you know, he's. He, I'm also scorned from him from the year that he uh, that he held out, and I drafted him number one. So yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? We, and that's kind of how. Well, again, we'll get to Saquon. Can't even talk about it yet. Speaking of injuries, so yeah. some, some key ones we want to make sure that people run through. Again, we're recording this on Thursday. You're hearing it on Friday. That absolutely means some some of these things could change, but we try to keep you as up to date as possible. So mm-hmm. Le'Veon Bell officially on the the injury reserve. I mean, to Kate's point, he is boomer bust. Like you you could you could you know hold on to him in your IR spot, but like don't drive yourself nuts. Yeah, I. I don't know how long he's going to be out, but we'll yeah. just, you know, we'll see how serious it is. That's that's for sure. Uh, who and else? Another another key, key injury. Big bummer. We talked, talked a lot yeah. about this guy. Yeah, this is a big bummer. This hurts my uh, Super Bowl prediction, uh, to be honest. But uh, Michael Thomas has been sidelined. Um, he's expected to miss several weeks, they say, um, with an ankle injury. I, yeah, I saw the ankle, game, huh? and, and I definitely saw him get, like, rolled up on. It happens all the time, so you're not really ever sure when it's, like, really serious versus not. But, you know, Michael Thomas is a big, tall – he's not skinny by any means, but he's a big, tall kind of guy. And so I think it just got him – it got him pretty bad, unfortunately. So um, that that probably hurts a lot of people because he was a big, big, you know, top five uh, yeah. you know, draft pick. Well, we'll see. And, I mean, the important part of this conversation to keep in mind is we don't know how long these folks are going to be out. And right now – Michael Thomas is doubtful, like, I guess, in the... Oh, he's out for several the, weeks, for sure. Yeah, he's just a... I guess, like, there's questionable, which is like, yeah, could play, or maybe out one to two weeks. Then there's doubtful, which is like, eh, not going to be really great for a little while. And then there's just injured reserve, which also bl- brings us to our next person which is Blake Jarwin on Blake the Cowboys. Jarwin. Remember I thought really I got it. Remember bummer, I thought I hit man. it good and I had him in my and I had him in my league. Yeah, that uh <laughs> that, that that didn't pan out so well. Oh, um, you hate to see it happen because he's on the IR list, so he's just he's just out out and he's not coming back for the season. Dude, so And his was it, his was non-contact. Like he tore oh. his ACL in a non-contact play. Like that Man, that's, tough. that's just rough. That is just that a is rough, rough thing. So uh, for all those with uh, with Blake Jarwin, that that's that's a key one to uh, to to make sure you're aware of. Oh mm-hmm. man, the hits keep coming. Honestly, there were there were far Same more situation. injuries this first week that you really don't want to hear. 
Marlon Mack, the running back for the Colts, uh, mm-hmm. is also now on the IR with a torn Achilles tendon. So, uh, another one, another one. I mean, again, you know, bites we, the dust for the season. That's it. Yeah, that's a that's, season in season ending injury. It's and rough. what a it's real rough. bummer because I, um, I really thought the Colts looked pretty good. And you kind of called Colts, that with Phillip Rivers coming back in, in the, in the QB slot, but I, you know, they look great. It's really a bummer to see him get hurt. I think the Colts can still look pretty good, but, uh, unfortunate for, uh, for Mr. Marlon Mack. Um, another one to keep your eye on. Let's see where this nets out. I think this is going to be like up until the last minute. Like a hard cue. Very yeah, questionable. Yeah, a hard cue. Um, Chris Godwin um, is in concussion protocol. So, you know, I really think that's going to be up until like kickoff on Sunday that they'll clear him or won't clear him. So mm-hmm. if you do have Chris Godwin, like you should definitely make sure you have a solid backup to go in for him because that it, there's nothing worse than that nerve-wracking waiting till the last minute to see who's going to play. And then mm-hmm. if they don't play, you're kind of screwed. So make sure you've got uh, a plan B um, for, for him for sure. Yeah, for Chris Godwin and also for Devontae Parker, who's also, in the yep. exact same boat. He yep. also has a hamstring injury, and, you know, you need those as a wide receiver. So if you've got – Anything, anyone Miami on your roster, just know that for better or for worse, that Devontae Parker is questionable, but keep an eye on him. He could, he could play. It's hard to say. Yeah. He's been limited in, in, uh, you know, in, in practice, uh, so far this week. Um, yeah. Oh God. The Godwin thing really kills me. I don't, it's hard to start with. That concussion protocol is rough, man, but they have, I mean, look, they, they have to do it and it's good that they do it, but, um, you know he's going to be hard pressed i would think to uh you know to get that approval and anyway um courtland uh sutton uh also limited this week uh with a shoulder injury so you know keep your eye on that one um but he was a he sat last week right did he yep. sit during the he did Titans? But, you know you just you want to you just want to see where he's at there's a lot yeah, of yeah. people that have him so yep for sure he's um he was a he was a top-tier pickup, so I hope he comes back for all the Sutton holders. <laughs> and last but not least, uh, as of Thursday, James Conner uh, suffered an ankle injury, so he left the game early um, last week. He did participate in Thursday's practice, but, you know, keep an eye on it. Uh, they oh, did he? I didn't realize that. They can't, uh, they can't really afford to push him too hard, so um, they, uh, we'll talk about this in, in uh, some of the start him sit him you know kind of ideas here but um yeah he he practiced on thursday tbd what that means you know but i i would i would think they're not going to press him too hard yeah for sure well i guess that's a i would say that the steelers among others but i think that the steelers are a perfect way to segue into our week two start him sit him predictions what do yeah, you think yeah let's talk about some running backs All right, before we get into it, we want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Anchor. And if you haven't already heard of Anchor, it's seriously the easiest way to make a podcast, guys. And it's how we distribute Draft Queens to your earballs and out to all of you. And not to mention it's free. So if you're thinking about making your own podcast, or if you just want to check out other podcasts, go to anchor.fm or download the Anchor app today. So let's get into some running backs for week two. As we were just talking about, uh, you know, James Conner limited in practice on Thursday. Not sure what that means. 
Um, take a look on your waivers for Benny Snell. Uh, he did have an actual, you know, he had, he had a pretty decent um, outing. Uh, you know, oh, big in, time. It was fun to watch one. him. It was fun to watch him, um, but could be a good pickup uh, considering, you know, there's some question marks around uh, James Conner. And look, we talked about some of these other, you know, running backs that, you know, got hurt. When Marlon Mack goes down, does that mean – James Taylor has a great week. The, or I'm sorry, uh, Jonathan Taylor has a – my mind's on music. As, James as Taylor. Sure. I wish he was playing football. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, poor guy. Yeah, people are bullish on Jonathan Taylor. I love it. I love that, that pick. And You know, Hines, Hines had a good week last week also in, in Indianapolis. So that's what I'm saying is as, as heartbreaking as it is for Marlon Mack, I think there's a couple other guys in that backfield, you know, that can help mm-hmm. him out. I'm sure – I would think most of those guys, you know, were uh, were uh, were drafted, so they maybe weren't on the waiver wire, with the exception of Benny Snell. But you know, take yeah. a look because yeah. these injuries are gonna, you know, change up a lot of uh, lineups this week. Yeah, and and we talked about this last week, but the exciting part of, and also the disheartening part of fantasy this early in the season is, again, it's like. Think of this like you, you've you only been practicing up to this point, True. and now it's game time. There is no preseason where you can even feign doing the real thing against an actual opponent other than yourselves. So wiping out preseason entirely is ripe yeah. for injuries and yeah. injury reports. So the one thing to even say for week two, and I would say for week three and week four, we always say this, but especially in 2020, this weird, weird, weird ass year, is like be on those waivers as much as you possibly can because people are bound to get hurt and those things crop out through crop up throughout games. So if you can jump on that waiver wire and pick up any of these folks that Michelle's talking about, the Jonathan Taylors, the Hines, uh, the Benny Snells, and I guess we'll also get to Frank Gore by way of Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, I mean, I mean, look, he's been around for a while and, you know, he's a big, strong guy. So now with no one in front of him, you know, look, the Jets need some help. So uh, hopefully, you know, Frank – so. Look, you know who the top guys are. You're playing your Zeeks. You're playing your McCaffreys. You're playing Mm -hmm. your Camaras. You know your guys to play. I think this week we're sort of trying to help you out and look at, you know, based on some of these injuries, who, who might you be able to pick up. Normally, I would also say you're playing your Saquons, but like, what happened, dude? <laughs> Yo, me. that was like, that was really a shoot myself in the face type moment. Like, <laughs> oh well, what's, of funny, all, so what's needed... funny is you drafted before me and took Saquon like we talked about I and I got Zeke. Look, here's the thing. I think that's the floor for Saquon. I think everybody's getting all bent out of shape. I do not think that's the trend for the rest of the season. As you I said, give, give some of these guys a break. There's been some great first games, but there's been some shit first games. There's been a yeah. lot of injuries. Like you said, these guys have been practicing against one another, you know, and, yeah. and just he'll, he'll get there. He, he basically needs to carry the Giants. That's no small feat. I really hope so. I mean, it kind of it kind of lit up uh, another idea in my head. So maybe I can get to that with wide receivers to start versus yeah. sit. Yeah, let's, but, talk um, some, let's talk wide receivers. I mean, I can't harp on Saquon for too long because it really will just gut me to the totally core. Fair. It was a horrible, horrible, horrible week. It opened the door to – and also Daniel Jones looked like a rookie. Oh, it, Like with his – call him Danny Penny's. Uh, can, we downgrade him? can we downgrade yeah. him from Danny Dimes? He looked like a, a he he looked like a solid five. Like he had <laughs> moments that were like, oh my god, Daniel Jones actually like hitting Darius Slayton, which we'll get into. Actually hitting Darius Slayton in like a slot, and then you see him just 
throw a ball in the air and they intercept it in the end zone. For, <laughs> All right, so he'll get, we'll downgrade him from Danny Dimes to Danny like Nichols, Nickel. and we'll keep yeah, you posted Nichols. if he needs to go down to Danny Pennies. I love oh that we god. just came up with that. <laughs> oh my god, coin it! Oh, oh my god, oh, someone <laughs> should take these microphones away from us ASAP. God. Um, anyway, anyway. You're, right, you're right about Slayton. He, uh, we talked about him. I mean, he, yeah. he ended last year on fire, and and it it, it looks like as long as. Danny Nichols can keep his shit together. <laughs> uh, Slayton, you know, could be a great one. I bet you he he was probably out there and available yeah. in some leagues. So that could be. I that picked could be him up. One. He's on my bench. He okay, had thirty girl. points on my bench. He Look was amazing. You. Oh, yeah, oh, I know. Point. Okay, it's all right. It's all right. Listen, it's preseason. I'm just trying to feel out who's actually going to play well and who's not. So Darius Slayton, definitely, definitely look at him because Danny Nichols hits receivers five five out of ten times. <laughs> Uh, I have and another, he looked really good. I have another fun one that is absolutely a carryover from uh, from season one. My boy, oh, yeah. Emmanuel Sanders. So oh, yeah, with no uh, Michael Thomas. With no Michael Thomas. They're giving they're giving uh, Drew Brees a little, you know, flack for, you know, they're downgrading him because Michael Thomas isn't there, which I get. I understand, you know, it, but but look, he's still Drew Brees. And, you know, uh, uh, Emmanuel Sanders is now up to their number one ride, wide receiver. Yeah. So I feel very good about that one. I had him riding my bench. You know, last week he still had a great game, but um, hopefully he can rise to the occasion and help the team. I love out it. Michael Thomas is out. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of people who are rising to the occasion in the wide receiver slot, um, I really, again, I enjoyed watching Big Ben, but just as much I enjoyed watching Big Ben light up Juju Smith-Schuster. Schuster he's so Smith? fun. Smith to, Schuster? He, yeah, he's so fun to watch I, play. He's amazing. That was like really very entertaining. It's the it's the football game that I wanted to watch yeah. on a Sunday night. It was Sunday, right? Yeah. It was so it was so good. It was. We know. It was good. Whatever. It was, it's all, oh no, that was the Monday night game. That was the Monday that was night one game. of two Monday night games. Yeah, exactly. I forgot that the Titans uh, Broncos was on at ten twenty Eastern time. I absolutely. I was fell up asleep. until one thirty in the morning. No, I fell asleep. Here's the thing, NFL. Next year, when you do this, can you make the first game at like? six o'clock and the second game at nine o'clock or something like for us all you draft, kidding me? draft moms need to go to sleep you know draft moms do not stay up even past <laughs> midnight like no less 1 30 in the morning anyway um and i just don't want to watch steven goskowski shank one more field goal or i, I will read, rip my hair out uh, this is totally offline but in line <sighs> whatever it's still about football now that you mentioned miss kicks I read a headline that there were 25 missed kicks last week. Like, here's here's insane. what I need to say. I think that these guys need to be penalized. If you miss, you should probably be fired because it's your one job. Yeah, it's preseason. That's all I'm going to keep pointing back to. <laughs> fair it's like enough, looking fair like I mean, Nick Folk looked horrible. Sit him this week. But nobody cares about kickers. No offense. Love a I just had kicker. to bring up that stat. I just had to bring up that yeah. stat. Because here's it the thing. right. Honestly, as much as we don't run through the kickers in, in a lot of detail, read up on the kickers. Do yourself a favor because thank God I had Chris Boswell. He actually got me mm-hmm. like nine points, which helped me win in my lucky win last week. So we may not spend a lot of time on it, but do your research. Keep an eye on them. Oh, see yeah. who you think is going to score a lot of points and pray that the pray. kickers can do their job. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And God knows the devils are in, again, if we're talking the fantasy gods and devils, kickers had the fantasy devils this year. Holy, that was horrible. But anyway, we have we talk, more important things to attend to. Like tight ends. Should we talk tight ends? Yeah, I'd like to. I'd like to. Um, I think I put I put Jared Cook on here as a, as, a, as a strong start this week, who I think you were talking about in one of our past episodes, but sort of along the same lines of Emmanuel Sanders. First of all, 
Jared Cook got a ton of amazing looks last week. He looked more like a wide receiver than a tight end in some of the plays. And, mm-hmm. you know, with with um, with the Michael Thomas injury, you know, Drew's going to need to find uh, some more friendly hands. So I think you look at Jared Cook as a, a really strong week two play. I love Jared Cook. I've always felt good about him. And, you know, I, Mark Andrews kind of fell to me. But he's always at the top of my list. And, yeah, I mean, considering there's a whole wide receiver down if if he can pick up a few catches in the tight end slot why not Jared Cook I think it's a great I think it's a great call and I always always have and always do feel strong about him but um in terms of feeling strong about people I know that you took a little chance on our boy Gronky boy so I feel good about Cook how do you feel about Rob Gronkowski that was not a great flyer for the first (laughs) uh for the first game I'm not gonna give up hope the one thing that I didn't really realize and honestly I should have thought this through a little bit more you know the the Bucks have um three tight ends so they have Gronk, they have OJ oh. Howard, and they have Cameron Brait. They do? Yeah. I, I'm well, I knew really Cameron sh- Brait, but I didn't know OJ Howard, actually. So I'm not like, I'm not like, you know, dump them and run away, but I also don't feel very high and mighty about that selection at this point. Very He'll, interesting. Here's the thing. They'll find, look, he's still playing with Tom, so he may not be the guy that gets the most catches or the most yards, but he and Tom do trust one another. So he still may get those red zone, you know, Mm. touchdown kind of looks or whatever. They definitely used him a lot for blocking. Great for Tampa Bay. Not great for my fantasy team, but I'm not, I'm not, I'm not giving up on Gronk yet, but I, I certainly didn't feel very good about him in week one. Mm, well, can I call out someone that I think is probably in a similar vein and I'm not really sure about, but I watched this game in full and considering our uh, Sutton news earlier in the show. Uh, and he could be, Cortland Sutton could be coming back for the Broncos this week, TBD, um, but is practicing. That also leaves Noah Fant of the Broncos. Um, tough part just generally about playing the Broncos this week to keep in mind is that they're up against the Steelers. Oof. And the Steelers looked pretty excellent on defense mm-hmm. uh, making Danny Dimes Danny Nichols so it's, um, it's something to keep in mind keep an eye it's kind of like a domino effect right like if Cortland Sutton does not play week two I would say yeah like pick up Noah Fant that's an interesting one that's an interesting one hey look I he don't had know a, what, he what's had your thought I mean he had 100 yards in a touchdown last week so that's that's not bad that's pretty damn he looked good great for, against the Titans so yeah I, I think he was probably available in a lot of leagues that I think that could be a good pickup this week but to your point you know the Broncos playing Pittsburgh uh, I don't know what that means for you know Drew Locke he definitely had a decent week um, but he's definitely facing mm-hmm. a tough defense so um, we'll we'll see how that one goes Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I also, um, I don't know if this is sleepery, but should we just bring it up between Dallas Goddard? And also, I kind of want to toss uh, Greg Olson in the mix, who looked way better than the jokes we were making last week. <laughs> you, <laughs> he was you, a little sleepery. It's true. It's true. It's true. I mean, this is the thing about tight ends. You just like, you kind of, you got to just see how it, you know, shakes out. Like, Olsen looked really great last week. You're right. So did Goddard on on the Eagles. But, you know, Ertz also scored a touchdown. But obviously, mm-hmm. Ertz probably is not available in most leagues. So, yes, yeah, I, I, I definitely uh, I liked the way, um, you know, Goddard looked last week. The, here's the good thing. When you also have a guy named Zach Ertz playing in front of you, he's probably getting double teamed, you know. And yeah. so that that allows for more targets um, and potentially more, you know, yards for uh, for Dallas. So, yeah, could be, could be a good one. I like it. 
Yeah, Dallas Goddard, the not Dallas the Cowboys. Fact. So, but I like that. I think that's a good call. And I, um, all joking aside, I, I think that Greg Olson just got lucky. So I don't think I would recommend picking him up. But he scored a touchdown. So hats off to you, my friend. I'm there sorry I go. made fun of you last week. <laughs> I have utmost respect and really like the Seahawks as an organization. So there you go. There's that. But all right. um, who do you? Who do we have for some QBs this this week? I like when we switch this up. I think each week we should talk about the positions in different orders. This is fun. Mm, I do too. I do too. It kind of I feel like the yeah. Who do we feel good about? I mean, um, Jimmy G. I feel great about. He's feel good pretty about much Jimmy like G? yeah. He's not top ten, even fourteen. He's my QB two, and he double outperformed Drew Brees. Which is crazy. It, they were just lighting it up for some reason. He uh, he had 32 points last week, at least in our league, and I would assume he did pretty well in other leagues. So I, would I was imagine, happy with his performance. I would imagine so. I really like Josh Allen. He looked great last week. He, he did, did. He did have a couple of lost fumbles. Hold on to the ball, my friend, and you'll have an even better week. But I mean, <laughs> he was over 300 yards, two touchdowns. Um, you know, I, I th- he rushed for a touchdown. Like. It, I, I like him. I like him a lot. I think he looks really good. We talked about the Bills, you know, in our first preview episode. I think yeah, they and they're look playing great Miami this week, and they're playing Miami this week. So uh, Josh Allen is is a must start um, in uh, in the QB territory, as is I think Killicam. Yeah, I mean, uh, the man has style on and off the field. Let's it's, be honest just, here. I much prefer his. Uh, style on the field let's say <laughs> you know phenomenal phenomenal week yeah, again this is wild. like let's do the same thing we did last year this was a running joke in season one it's got to be a running joke in season two but if you're playing the dolphins start that person you know start the <laughs> yeah. person who's playing the dolphins so kill a cam cam newton new england patriots newly minted um 26 points in his week one against the Dolphins. Let's Look, sense a did, trend here, guys. Pick he up Josh ex- Allen. <laughs> he did exactly what we thought he would do. He ran. He threw. He just dominated. Like he is just he just dominated, and and I think there is more to come of that. Um, you know, in New England for him, his it's it's very interesting though. I think from a coaching perspective, because he is a very 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 different quarterback than Tom Brady, obviously. Mm, and so yeah. it's very interesting to see how some of these other guys, you know, interact with him that played with Tom before. It's really interesting to see some of the play calls. They couldn't call these types of plays when they had Tom Brady, you know, at the mm. helm. That, that that just wouldn't happen. So very interesting, you know, change up over there in New England with Cam. But um, so far, so good. Yeah. Um, I, I, can I ask other QB questions? Actually, I know we have to get out of this episode pretty soon, but I have one other question. And it's around uh, what the heck is going on with Kirky Cousins and your Vikes? What's going on there? Well, I mean, uh, how did Kirk do last week? I didn't. I didn't really see not the so game. Not so great. But not so well, great. Well, he maybe didn't do. Here's the thing: he didn't do so great, but Thielen did fantastic. <laughs> yeah, Thielen did fantastic, but he didn't do so great. And then the other one that I'm just kind of like, uh, and maybe we can come back to this next week, right? Like there are a couple people who are kind of in my eh spot. Okay. So one of which is like Kirk Cousins. What's going on? Where are you? Really want you to play well Aaron Rodgers had a blowout week last week for the Packers I'm like what's going on with the Vikings so that's just one to watch I feel like and we can talk about it next week maybe because I don't have enough information the other one I don't have enough information about is Mitch Trubisky 
what's going on? I mean, I mean he, he's got really good wide receivers. We talked about this. Like, he's got good wide receivers. I, I think he, you know, he's on he's on an upward trend, I would I would say. It's only week one, but still. Yeah. Well, he, he ended up winning their game by throwing three fourth quarter touchdowns week Damn. one. So I just feel like there's uh, there's potential there, but he's a free agent in our league. So I really and he's like one of the alongside like Ryan Tannehill, Killicam. He's like up there in terms of just performing week one. So fantasy wise, at least. It's true. So and one more thing to call out. One more thing before we give our quick two cents on uh, on uh, defenses. But I'm I'm taking a flyer on uh, Joey Burrow this week. Watch out. There's Let's tonight. Tonight. Go. Tonight. We'll see. Yeah. You have Joe Burrow starting. We'll see. Shut the fuck up. Watch out. That is really exciting. He, he, look, he should, have had, he should have had 20 Browns? plus points last week. And there was a, a PI call at the end of the game that took a touchdown away from him. So I think this week against um, Cleveland, uh, oh. J- Joey, Joey B. We'll see. Big, Hell big yes, week, Michelle. Good job. You did good a good job. Good job. job. Good job. Oh, right. wow. In our last few minutes of the episode. Yes. Who are you thinking for defense this week? I'll tell you who I picked up. Who did I even pick up? <laughs> I dropped the Seahawks. Wow. I, I Did I want to drop the Seahawks? No. Um, who did I pick up? Well, I'll tell you who not to pick up. Okay. Uh, the Giants. The Giants are all out of whack. Fair. Between offensive and defense. They just look sloppy. I Fair. mean, I would say stay away from um, Giants defense. There was some talk of the Redskins, and I picked... Uh, they are so not the, I, hey, I, excuse me. They are not the what? Redskins, ma'am. Ma'am. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The Washington football team. Yes, there, there you was go. some talk about the Washington football team, and they're playing the Cardinals. Am I right? You Is are it the Cardinals. You are right. So I actually picked up the Washington football team. Mm, that's does... so funny because I picked up the Cardinals. Ooh, I think it's going to be a good defensive game. I, Me too. Like, I think even that's why I picked up. Oh, I love it. Even last week, you saw like the Cardinals 49ers game, like 24 to 20 is not a very high scoring game, which means, Mm-mm. yes, there was some offense, but that also means there was definitely some defense. Um, love it. So I like that pickup. Look, I watched the Eagles Washington game. I picked I have I play in a pick'em league and I picked Washington to score the least amount of points in in that week I thought they were just gonna get pummeled not only did they not they they won but they held the Eagles to 17 points so I was impressed I know that you know Arizona Arizona is also very good just like the Eagles so I'm going Washington D this week Oh my God. Well, this is a fun way to end the episode because I feel like that could have gone either way. And the fact that you picked up the Washington football team and I picked up the Cardinals, I picked them up this morning because I could not make a call on it, actually. I was debating between who I should hit the waivers for and stream a D. I like it. I like streaming Ds. Love streaming a D. Stream those Ds, baby. We'll have to see who comes out on top, which D comes out on top in next (laughs) week's episode. All right, y'all. All right. Enjoy. Well, it's, as always, it's been a ton of fun. Michelle, do you want to sign us off of this one? Week two y'all, of the podcast is in the books. Yeah. Oh, my God. We keep talking over each other. We're just so excited. That's why. So excited. So I excited. feel really good. Everyone, enjoy your Thursday night games. That is what Kate and I are going to go watch right now. We hope that we gave you some good little tidbits, that we made sports more fun for you this week. And happy 
I hope, no, not happy. I hope the fantasy gods and goddesses are watching everybody this week. Mostly may myself. May the odds be in your favor. And <laughs> may you not have the fantasy devils on your shoulder, as I did in week one. <laughs>